2: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all, it's only pressure. You got this,
1: Adidas. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. (music) Thank <music> you. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And another week here. It's spooky season.
2: That's true. And uh, what what could be spookier than a little bit of an update for everybody? Oh, yeah. As We got to scare them. Uh, we got to scare the shit out of them. We got to scare them good. As people know, at the start of the year, did a podcast, yeah. uh, uh, Paranormal, a uh, fellow on the, uh, the network with us. I'm sure we'll mention them later on as we have a crossover guest with them. But um, a psychic came on and told Mm -hmm. me I was going to have a heart attack this year. Last night, Mm -hmm. old uh, Damien here had me in the emergency room.
1: Yeah, yeah. Trying to put me down, I think. Yeah, I had him in a Boston Crab for 25 minutes, and then you just wouldn't tap out, so I had to drive you up there, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean... (laughs)
2: Yeah. So I guess in like specific, like uh, small details, I was mm-hmm. feeling like chest pains for like uh, five hours or whatever. Yeah. And then my arm started going numb and I felt like tickling on my uh, palm of my hand. And uh, when they did the blood work and everything, the doctor got the tests and blood work back and uh, uh, diagnosed me with being a really cool dude. So right. I said, nothing's wrong here, I guess.
1: So, uh, but. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> So they didn't say you had a heart attack then. No, no, they didn't. So okay. this the psychic's not right yet. Right. Give them time. They said at the end of the year. So I have, a- you know, honestly, when I was coming to meet you at the hospital, that was the I was thinking that I'm like, you son of a bitch, you're going to take this. And you're like the psychic. She's right. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um yeah but i'm more likely to believe yeah. that you manifested it <laughs> because <laughs> she said that <laughs> well yeah i don't know you're i like getting stressed out because you're running out of time and you're like i don't want the psychic to feel bad because they're wrong that's true well i mean i i don't really like i don't know i'm mixed on psychics in
2: general but i do believe that this psychic will do whatever it takes to be right
1: so oh. i think that she's She's been uh, uh, drugging you, making you, giving you heart attack. Juice. Probably like cursing. Yeah, like <laughs> rubbing some kind of heart attack oil on the doorknobs. Finding where you're getting like your coffees in the morning and putting uh, bacon fat in it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not all about me on my deathbed today. <laughs> well, you're still here. And then we would have done a seance episode if you weren't. So don't worry about it. Honestly, it's just going to be so good for the brand if this
2: happens. So... <laughs> But it's about our guest here. We have someone that looks shocked, looks horrified <laughs> already. We have podcaster, drag queen. We got juice box
0: here. Are you okay?
2: <laughs> I'm. I'm doing fine. Yeah, we got we got home at uh, four in the morning yeah. last
0: night. But you know, I uh, it's it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I literally, you were saying that story and I was just like, what the fuck is this guy on? Like, is he good? Like, are you good? Like, Jesus. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're feeling good. Hi. How are you? <laughs> but, uh,
2: what's, uh, what's your uh, belief in uh, psychics here right off the top? Mm-hmm. Like, if a psychic told you you were having a heart attack uh, this year, how much weight would you put on that?
0: How much weight would it for me? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm I, I'm quite healthy, um, so I would probably be like, uh, I don't know about that. Um, so maybe not. I just, my thing with psychics is just like, I believe it to an extent. Like I'm just like, yeah, okay, work. But then I also think there's people out there that are just kind of like scam artists.
2: Mm,
1: right.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And um, this one didn't, this was just on a podcast. So they didn't ask for any money from me or anything like that. So she just, uh, for fun, I guess, uh, said, <laughs> let's give them some
0: trauma. <laughs> she said, you know what? And also, the, what a bold claim, too, like a very yeah. specific mm-hmm. health issue for someone being like, hey, you're going to have a heart attack. Like what <laughs> that,
1: that's what I was thinking. I was well, thinking that's a pretty big swing on a public platform. Conversely, I would say a heart attack is one of the most common things that can happen to people like that's one of the like leading causes of death is like heart disease and heart failure. So it's a big swing, but it's also like, oh, what's going to be the most like it'd be like guessing you might get cancer. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? Mm. Like yeah. it's so common. It is very common. But saying more Correct. like you may have some health issues this hmm. year. Some I feel like yeah. some a hospital visit. Not you're gonna have a heart attack. Like yeah. girl, would be a safer
1: bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely, like with improv, you know, it's the it's like the specificity that's you know the the funnest yeah yeah i i like how
2: your answer though, juice box was like well i'm healthy i've met you at fan expo
1: and i'm healthy i don't know about you yeah Yeah, Yeah. yeah.
2: that
1: might be a subtle hint that if you were the psychic you would have said heart attack too i don't know
0: (laughs) what a shady she's shady boots is what i'm saying she was shady boots Well,
2: I want to talk about you here because uh, first season of Canada's Drag Race, Mm -hmm. huge Mm -hmm. deal, right? And I have a lot Mm -hmm. of questions uh, towards this. You're actually, I mean, this is our eighth year now of the podcast, first drag queen to ever be on the podcast. So uh, honestly, almost as good of a deal as being on the first season. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, But uh, yeah, so first season of Canada's Drag Race, first eliminated on Canada's drag race. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like with that and by the way when we met at Fan Expo we took a picture together I posted it on my Instagram and the first message I got was uh, from a friend of mine that just uh, wrote in all
0: caps Juicebox was robbed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I got a lot of that for like a good two years yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I got a lot of that so I mean it's it's better to have like a, a robbed edit than it is like it was your time you yeah. know I yeah. would rather people be upset I was gone than oh thank god you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> does, does that is it like consoling in a way to be like oh there, a lot of people didn't think this was the time
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's given me like an incredible career. Like I've been able to really keep myself afloat. Um, I've been able to travel, meet really cool people, especially with like season one. Season one was the, the second spinoff of like Drag Race, like RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race, uh, English speaking. So there was uh, Thailand. So that was obviously in Thai. And then RuPaul's Drag Race UK. And then Canada's Drag Race, right? So we were still like fresh off the spinoffs. So when Canada's Drag Race came out, it was a really big deal. Everyone was really excited. Mm-hmm. So I kind of landed in a really cool spot because it was right in the middle of the pandemic, so everybody had to watch because you had nothing fucking else to do. <laughs> um, I was, we were again like the one of the very first spinoffs to come out of the show at its like the height of its popularity, and um, they yeeted me off, and I didn't have to worry about the rest of the stress (laughs) (laughs) so you got the exposure and the notoriety from
1: it without having to like endure the the pain and the suffering that the show can inflict upon you
0: yeah I mean I still I had my own little brand of pain and suffering but (laughs) yeah yeah. it was a little bit different I remember I was in a car with Priyanka one time before the Mm -hmm. show premiered and we were chit-chatting about you know our experiences and and how we felt and I went well Pri we had two very different experiences on the show and she went no 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 we have the same experience and I was like (laughs) no we didn't (laughs) Uh, and then when she won a hundred thousand dollars she was like yeah yeah we had two different experiences
2: (laughs) I I'm wondering with it because Canada's drag race is the only drag race I watch like I've been watching it live since it premiered uh too so and um yeah I just watched the third season as well like I Watch it religiously, but I I haven't do- dove into the other ones. And I think because it wasn't like it feels like it went too far away from me. I think. Oh, like, really? I, I guess I didn't watch back, but the the Canada's one I enjoy so much, and I think it's because like you have people on there like with like uh, Priyanka uh, being involved in like the comedy community so much and everything too, like uh, have that kind of connection. I guess to, yeah. like following everybody, and also being like having people be like, Oh, Toronto based and stuff like that. And I'm like, Oh, I want to uh, cheer for them because we're in the same yeah. city kind of thing. And, mm. and um, seeing like all of you perform and everything like that. But um, I'm wondering for it, like how much does, like you were saying that it, it's like built your career, like how to what, like scale, like what, uh, for an example of like what you were doing before Canada's drag race to how much uh-huh. it helped outside of that when you your, on there.
0: So before Canada's Drag Race, I was working like almost every night in a bar,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, making like they'll give you like $75 to $150 a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, better, not, than yeah, I, better than comedy. Uh, better than comedy. Better than, you know, it costs a little bit more to do what we do. So a little yeah. bit better than comedy. <laughs> yeah, but but so hey. I'm working every. <laughs> we got
1: to buy two drinks at least if you're doing comedy. You know how just many graphic drink. teas we go through?
0: <laughs> just it's just like a, this wig was us. a thousand dollars um so yeah they're expensive but so so I'm doing that almost every night I'm in a bar I'm doing like two to three gigs like hustling from bar to bar and yeah. in drag in Toronto you don't just do one number right you're doing like 20 to 30 so mm-hmm. then like you're doing multiple numbers all night long I'm getting like private gigs. I'm a part of a band called the Spice Queen. So we were a Spice Girls uh, impersonation group. Mm -hmm. So that's giving me a little bit more money here and there. Right. So, and my career is really starting to build, but there's really sometimes only you can so much you can do locally. Until you kind of need to hit that plateau of like becoming a little bit higher. So when drag race came to Canada, that sort of was the, the door for us. Mm -hmm. So now I really just work weekends um, and I don't really work downtown Toronto a lot. um really, only my slow times, like in the fall, like right now, I've got three gigs in Toronto, but it's just like there's a a private gig and then I'm doing an uh an open stage with m r g and then I'm doing um something in Windsor, and it's another open stage, but it's like a Halloween theme one. so like those are all right. yeah. local stuff, but I'm the host, you know, so I'm the one who's running the show. my paychecks are a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. I'm getting paid for more things that are worth a little bit more of my time rather than like you're doing a hundred dollars a show like as you guys know with comedy and stuff you Mm -hmm. the moment you get there onto your cab you're making like 20 bucks yeah yeah. you know and like you can make a lot more with tips and you're relying on tips but now I don't really need to rely on tips tips are just like yeah this is great I'm making a lot of money in tips Mm -hmm. but my fee itself is just like paying my bills I was able to me and my husband were able to save enough to buy a house um right we, we moved out of the city we have a beautiful home at, mm-hmm. in a town just outside of it now we were able to like do renovations we're able to save we're able to go on vacations like it's it's a lot different it's almost like a big promotion when you get yeah. on drag race i mean
1: that's such an amazing like opportunity to have right and to be able mm-hmm. to to take that to the place where you have where you're able to work that and you're able to sustain yourself and and thrive mm-hmm. even um yeah. my question too like especially with canada's drag way, race Um, it it opened up uh, a lot of opportunities for you. How do you feel like um, it opened up on a more international uh, stage? Because I know sometimes with Canadian television, um it, it can be a little more limited to just Canada yeah. do, do you feel that it opened it up a little more though like with, with the l- the bit as well
0: yeah like a lot of the girls were able mm-hmm. to to travel internationally like I think right now yeah. Priyanka Scarlett Jimbo and Brooklyn and Giselle uh I think are all going to be traveling to Australia really soon uh, so is Lemon. Lemon's going to be there I think for Halloween. I th- a lot of the queens are always going to be are, are always traveling through the UK. I think Fierce Delicious is going to be in the UK in uh, this Christmas holiday. So yep. it's really opened it up for us to be a little bit more international. I've I've been able to go to like Chicago, LA and um, like different places in the states so that's been really really cool so you're not just stuck sort of like in your small town and then like towns just outside of it you're able to to kind of branch out i've got fans all over the world i have some fans like in japan who who message me randomly and say things like it really gives you a bigger outreach
1: that's great and then with uh with doing twitch streaming as well i'm sure that that even further expands that as well right
0: yeah. Twitch, Twitch is like my, the way I can really connect with my fans mm-hmm. and really have more of an intimate, it's almost like, um, it's almost like the fan club, you know, yeah. Yeah. where it's just like how celebrities would have their fan club. Mine's like my Twitch. So it's like the people who are like fans of me and they want to spend time with me, they just go to my Twitch and it, it creates mm-hmm. more of like an intimate relationship I still keep a very hard boundary up with them where it's just like yeah for sure yeah you know because sometimes people lose that but for me it's just like this is still like my job like we're Mm -hmm. not friends you know I appreciate everything you do and I can thank you for everything you do and thank you for the love but like I don't want to go and have dinner
1: you know I don't want to play
0: video games together on the weekends. You know, there's, yeah. there's, <laughs> that's,
1: uh, that's such a hard line that I think, uh, you know, well, again, like so many people seem to forget is, is there is still that, that separation between people. And, you know, yeah. it's so easy to get so close to uh, someone on the internet in that way. And someone that you see every day. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I'm wondering too, uh, with like going into,
2: so you get cast on Canada's drag race, mm-hmm. right. And I'm wondering like what was your kind of like expectation? How much information were you given for it? Like I don't know how like the UK one uh works uh, or anything like that. Like is RuPaul at those ones because RuPaul comes on like the video screen here and we have oh. we have Brooklyn, right? Like mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Ours was a blank wall and we had to pretend like there was a TV there. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could hear her, but like there was nothing there. <laughs> oh man.
2: so were you i mean for me like i love uh seeing uh brooklyn and that's the host that i'm used to as weird as that sounds i guess from yeah. like uh, the drag race world but like for you were you having like the expectation of like oh rupaul's gonna be here or like
0: oh I, no i knew it was Brooke. yeah 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 oh, i okay. knew it was Brooke. yeah yeah <laughs> we all knew it was Brooke. nobody knows how to keep their mouth shut in like we like half of the cast knew because we were all from Toronto Mm -hmm. we all knew each other were there like I remember one night we were all at Cruise and Tangos and we were all just holding hands like this is like a big deal and it was like there was four of us who were going to be on the show literally the next week and we were all at a gig together so we all knew yeah right like they were expecting me to act really big when Scarlett walked in because me and Scarlett worked together very closely and I just couldn't hide it I was just like I know she's here And I was just like, what's (laughs) up? Hey, girl. Like, they wanted me to be like, oh, my God. But I was like, hey. Like,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think I uh, kind of, like, got a little bit of that experience from just I I work with a queen, a Toronto queen, and uh, just uh, licorice. Do you know licorice? No, I'm not. I'm not aware.
0: I'm not aware.
2: So she basically knew the winner of season three like while it was going I'm like don't spoil it don't
0: tell me who wins this thing <laughs> oh my god the winner is never the, the the a lot of people think they know the winner because of rumors but the winner is the one that's always like locked down oh yeah that's the one yeah that's the one that's always hard locked down so I've never had it where somebody's like known the winner until like the day of there's rumors but you never like know no until the day of like we all thought that I think a lot of us thought that somebody of like Rita or Scarlett was going to win our season, mm. and then when Priyanka won, we were like, we were obviously like overjoyed, but we were kind of like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. We we heard rumors that it was going to be one of them two, and then when it was Priyanka, we were like, holy shit, you know, that's wild. But it, I, she's a great winner.
2: Yeah, I like Priyanka because what I've kind of like seen. I don't know. I I watch so much like reality television. I watch, and I do like a podcast on like specifically Survivor. So like studying. Like the edits and everything, like that is like okay. what I do a lot of the time. I felt like first episode, I was like, I think Priyanka's gonna win this. And you, you kind of like it feels like you're watching the oh, journey it's with
1: easy to say that after that. No,
2: I, I swear, <laughs> I'm like pretty, I'm pretty good at it. You like, you watch. But you watch the journey, right? And you're watching yeah. like how uh, Priyanka kind of evolves. And it seems like that's the story they want for
1: yeah.
2: like the winner. Right. And I, I do think like, obviously, like Priyanka deserved it and everything too. But like you just watch this amazing journey and it it's mm-hmm. all. Uh, well, they, they did the same in television.
0: season two with Isis. Mm-hmm. Isis had a very winner edit, Like from day one, you were like, I told Isis to win her did a gig together. I was just like, girl, from day one, you could see that they were painting you as the winner. Like mm-hmm. you can, you knew you were going to win from day one, especially with like how she was portrayed, how good she was doing, how well she was, and even when she would slip and fall, she would still like in her lip sync, she would still do really well. So they were painting her out like, okay, this is gonna, this girl's gonna dominate. So and she did, she won.
2: Yeah. Well, um, for for you, um, going in there, uh, being the first eliminated, is that almost better than? like being eliminated around the middle, just because like you're the, that's legendary status, right? Like, yeah. although, you know, that, that goes down in history, first season, first eliminated. And lots of ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah.
1: It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It to be number one.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I was with my, I was with my husband in the car and I was, I, I feel like I accidentally manifested it it's stupid, but I told him, I was just like, the only placements I want are first out fifth place or win i was like that's Mm -hmm. all i want i don't want anything in between i don't want to be middle of the pack i don't want to hit in that weird like i don't want to be top three top four it's either i want to be top five Mm -hmm. winner or first out and he was like why and i was like well winner you get 100k tax free like
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
0: it goes without saying like that's the best and then you're the winner you're 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 set (laughs) um top five so fifth place Uh, is always a good spot, always fan favorite. Everybody loves the face. It's always right before the top four. So people are just like, oh, I wish they were there for these last two episodes. It's always, always a good spot. If you look at any of the person who hit fifth place in any of the seasons, they're always Mm. usually doing well and they're always usually a fan favorite. Most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time. And then first out, everybody watches the first episode everybody remembers the first girl to go. And especially in a pork chop sort of sense, like they're they're the girl who they wanted to see more of, like all of these things, like it's yeah, it's yeah. a good space to be. You always remember that person. And then you kind of sometimes can forget the middle of the pack girls. Mm-hmm. So that's what I told him. And then all of a sudden I call him like a week and a half later and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking
1: back, you, you were saying that the, the producers wanted you to have this big reaction When someone came in and you didn't give it to them, do you think maybe,
0: (laughs) maybe it was the you know? (laughs) Okay, no. I mean, did you? Sorry, did you watch uh, season one? It's okay if you didn't.
1: No, I didn't actually. I saw season one. I saw several episodes. You watched more. I watch the whole season. I don't know. Did you see the first first episode? episode? I so the
0: what happened on my episode was, um, so I obviously had my Mm. my moment where I come in, and the first thing that happens is like. One, they didn't give me a mirror. So I couldn't like double check what I looked like. So my hair was really messy. Like I didn't, like I didn't look a little, yeah. I looked a little disheveled. Then my bracelet got stuck on my tights and I had this like goofy moment of like trying to get it out. Mm-hmm. Then in the mini challenge, I fell like eight shit, just <laughs> fucking s- dr- s- yeah. dropped to the ground. And then when it came to the runway, I had a panic attack. Like a massive panic attack. It gave, I became like a spokesperson for like mental health and and anxiety disorders and everything, which is great. But, you know, I've got the one, two, three, I've got the beats in between that. I had a big storyline about my sobriety and everything. So I gave it all away. I gave it all away. Episode (laughs) one. I said, here's me. Here is all (laughs) of it here yeah. is every little bit of it so they were like what yeah. else does she got to give us these incredible beautiful looks she's got nah fuck those <laughs> that's you, should, you should have spread
1: all that stuff out over the season yeah. that's the
0: thing. i know i gave too much away that's yeah.
1: survivor
2: 101 too you know when someone yeah. gives their full story that they're about to go home right they're
0: out they're out so i was just oh, like okay. Ah, okay well i guess it's done
2: but i mean for just like like I said, number uh, first eliminated first season, huge member like hugely memorable, uh, but also just like your look is like a brand, right? Like it's so memorable in its own. Like you, I I find that when you're watching, uh, the seasons, not everyone has a a look that is just like this is the, like kind of the brand, but yours right. with like the freckles and like kind of like the reddish hue, like the cute like reddish hue on the nose kind of thing. Like it's all like juice box kind of thing and and it it sticks with you um more so than a lot too so I think like with that mixture of uh the legendary status of being that one and one kind of thing it, it just all comes together kind of like beautifully where it's like and also the story of just like everyone saying robbed and everything like that and just like you're I think that if they do like a uh, all-stars and I'm sure they'll do like an all-stars at some point or whatever, like my vote would be for you to uh, come back.
0: Cause I'd want to see more. I mean, that's a great oh. underdog story right there. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. I don't know if I ever, if they ever would ask me back, but I feel like I've, I've become a little bit of a brat, so I don't know if they like <laughs> me too much. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know of the, the new, cause it's a new crew, eh? The season one crew is gone and right. two and three was a brand new production team. Uh, and I don't know how much they like me. I got a little sassy with them uh, a few times cause of mm-hmm. I've, I'm, I'm very bold in how I'm treated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm very upfront in being treated properly. And I had some yeah. moments where I felt like I wasn't being treated properly post uh, with some things. Uh, and I brought it up and I, and I defended myself. And I said, I will not be spoken to this way. I will not be treated this way. Mm-hmm. This is not how I maneuver through the world. And this is not who I am. And you can't, you can't treat me like that. And I think they didn't like that. So.
1: Well, if that's the case, it sounds like you probably made the best decision then. I mean, yeah. you have to be able to set those boundaries. And if they're not willing to, you know, respect that, then.
0: You know, we end the thing as well, but it's one of those things where it's just like, mm-hmm. you know what, maybe I kind of burned that bridge, but it's also like fucking expensive. I spent $17,500 to go on the first season and I Whoa. didn't make it past the first episode. So imagine me on an all-stars mama, that's going to be like 40k. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I need, I need that money. I got bills. so
1: <laughs> that, That's an amazing side that I don't know if people necessarily think of. It's just mm-hmm. like that expense to that's just it. be on the show
0: it's expensive it's it's crazy expensive to be on the show and the money you make on the show is not enough to really pay it off yeah uh and then it's also the money you make on the show is meant to like sustain you for the time you're gone so Mm -hmm. that's not to to keep in mind the you know the the money you need to put out for the show too so It, it it is hard and it's a very big financial expense to be able to do it and to be able to do it properly. Like if, even if you've seen the all winter seasons, like some of those outfits were like 30, 40,000 for one runway. So wow. it's up there for 15 minutes, a moment in time, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, and it's so expensive to be able to do this. And it's so expensive to be able to be on that show. And every year it just gets more and more expensive every single year, you know? So. Wow.
2: Yeah. And I, I never thought about that. Well, I mean, we although you're our first drag queen on the uh, podcast, we have had the head writer on. So we got we got pull now we can <laughs> of drag race. Yes, we're, we're we're getting you on here. Brandon Ash Mohammed uh, done the uh, podcast a few times and everything. So Brandon Ash Mohammed. Yeah, he's a comedian. He's the head writer now of uh, I think starting season two or maybe starting season three. He became the head. writer. Oh, OK. Oh, he mm-hmm. wasn't on my season then. Yeah, no. Oh, but okay. That's, that's why I was why. like, who the
0: fuck is that? <laughs> we, we have the,
2: we'll cut that out. We, yeah, yeah, we'll cut that <laughs> sorry.
0: Out. We're using our pull. You'll <laughs> be, uh, be like, who the fuck are you, Does <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of them. Oh, no, I don't know who that is. Um, it's funny. <laughs> but we
2: need to dive into a spookier note here. We asked you about psychics before, but we
1: need to ask you. I got to say. Thirty thousand dollars for an outfit is spooky as shit to me. Yeah, that's yeah, scary. That is yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a free yeah. shirt that I got, and these
0: pants I I got are, I got for free too. So. <laughs> this this shirt was twenty dollars. I bought it at a CrossFit in Vancouver, and I only <laughs> bought it because I had rainbows on it.
2: <laughs> oh, actually, I do want to ask you before we uh, go into the spooky. Yeah. Um. So when you're uh doing uh drag race and. All of the different places in Canada come up because we had East Coast for the first time in the third season. Is there a specific place in Canada where like uh, you're like, okay, that queen came from there, that that's going to be a strong queen because it's a more like competitive kind of atmosphere because it seems to be like Toronto and Montreal seem to be kind of big ones.
0: Yeah, I mean Toronto. I think is the most competitive city. I don't know. Toronto's a lot different now, though. Or maybe it's just because I don't work there often. But the, from what I see from Toronto, it's in a bit of a shift. Um, that it's still just as competitive, but there's it's almost like all of the the girls, like the big headliners, who are working a lot, like me, um, me, Tainomi, Priyanka, Scarlett. Uh, who else is from Toronto Jada like uh fierce Alicia like mm-hmm. all of us were we're working quite a lot in Toronto and um now with Drag Race we're moving on to other things you know it's yeah, like we right. can't be working in the bars every night so the headliners like all of those ones have kind of stopped really doing those local shows and now it's sort of at this shift where it's like there wasn't anybody who was sort of next in line mm, right there was right. St- it was still a lot of very new performers so it feels like Toronto's trying to find its footing again in, like, the new kind of queens who are like the it girls, there's a lot of clicks happening. There's a lot of girls who kind of look like clones. Like They all <laughs> kind of look like the same person, the same middle parted human hair wig flat to their face. I mean, they look good, but still, like, <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah. But, but it, 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 in Toronto, I think, is still just as competitive, but in a different, in a, a little bit of a different way now, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, i prefer honestly i prefer the scene in vancouver now that i've been to vancouver quite a lot more i prefer it there i think they're a lot more relaxed they're a lot more inclusive um they they have a lot better sense of like um how shows should be run and how and how they should be casted which i really really enjoy seeing there's it's not just like a bunch of white girls yeah you know it's a there you see kings you see non-gendered performers you see um uh, you see people of different sizes you see people of different races different ages I, I, I Vancouver I, I think this scene is a lot cooler but it isn't as intense and competitive but I think it's just because right. it's Vancouver they're a lot more relaxed there
2: yeah you know? I, that's I went to school for acting out in Vancouver um, so that's kind of where I started out and when I was doing improv um, the only place that I would regularly do gigs is in like the queer community on like the Davie Street and that that kind of area was just so like accepting and like very like chill and everything like that and honestly like even though it feels like a smaller community than Toronto just like always had good turnouts for everything like it just it's a, a there's a good like kind of like chill support so I definitely see that there
0: yeah I love it there I love it and I've got quite a lot of like I have a big support system out in Vancouver I've got a lot of friends out there so if I wasn't living here if I could if I could take this house airlift it out to Vancouver and just plop it down there I would but
2: well, into the spookier notes now. <laughs> Do you believe in ghosts?
0: It, I said this on the last spooky podcast I was on. Um, I believe in ghosts, but I don't believe that they're like malicious and scary right. because of a TikTok I saw, literally changed my whole <laughs> outlook. I saw this one TikTok and she, and the person had said, I forget who it was. I forget I forget everything about it, but just the way that it was said was, if ghosts were aggressive malicious and like could hurt you there would be a lot less white people around (laughs) and I was like oh my god (laughs) that's so true (laughs) that's a good point (laughs) yeah (laughs) I was like oh yeah there'd be a lot of people who are out to get some horrible horrible racist white people so I was just like that's really true maybe ghosts are just like sweet little babies just floating around just wanting to hang out and talk to us
2: (laughs) so the belief is in ghosts but not like a kind of malicious ghost or whatever but like just kind of one that can't do anything about it
0: yeah like they're there Mm -hmm. and they're vibing and it's more so just like uncomfortable because you're like I don't understand this but not like scary and like you need to go away I hate this because I feel like you're going to kill me scary right. and they're like this is not familiar to me and I don't want to interact with it because it hurts my tiny human brain
2: yeah <laughs> yeah I think that's kind of like around where my belief system goes obviously Damien's a skeptic but um I believe in ghosts and I believe more like kind of energy based like that they can mm-hmm. affect your energy and have kind of affect your like empathy and make you empathize mm-hmm. with them is kind of where I lie um. Ew. So I'm not like towards the uh like demon like throw me out the window of my house kind of.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't really believe in that. The like spooky, yeah. spooky, scary, stabby ones. Um, <laughs> uh, more so just like the the vibes, just the vibes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The vibes. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, have you ever had a paranormal experience? Um. Kind of. I was a baby. So it was more so my brother, Mm. but he was in the, um, we lived in this old house around. So we, where my parents live now around the corner, there was a tiny house where we used to live. Um, and so we were living there when I was first born and my mom would put me to bed. And then my brother would always kind of like watch me in my room. And she was always like, Oh my God, that's so sweet. You know? And then one day she went in and she went, Mommy, the man that's looking at Joe is scaring me. And I think he needs to go away. Like, I don't want to see the man staring at Joe anymore. I don't like it. And my mom was like, "Mm hmm? (laughs) since she went in there's nobody there and she was like see he's staring at him and she went okay the next week we moved in with my grandma (laughs) (laughs) out of there gone (laughs) i love that reaction of being like fuck this we're out (laughs) yeah my mom was like nope i fucking hate this house i hate there's a ghost here i'm out of (laughs) here bye-bye i i think that would
2: be like that's for me one of the most terrifying things about children right is that you and I my mom like told the same story about me that it would be like oh, who's that man in the doorway kind of thing like if a kid oh. said that to me I'd I might leave the kid in the
1: house too I might be out of there
0: you know if he's not hurting the kid he'll might he might hurt me I'm out of here yeah, so. <laughs> yeah Co- Cody
1: he he avoids schools he avoids uh, <laughs> that's verticals. a good thing that's <laughs> <a> positive <laughs> for different reasons yeah. but also yeah he Doesn't want him to tell spooky stories to them. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like what's this thing with kids being able to see ghosts? Like fuck that.
1: Yeah, that
2: that part of the lore is the like uh, kids and pets, right? Like when you just see like a pet like looking up a flight of stairs and just barking for no reason. No, thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. My dog does that outside. She'll Mm -hmm. look outside and just start barking, and we don't see anything, and it's at night. And I'm like, you gotta, you gotta reel it in there, babe. You gotta reel it in, because uh, I'm not cool with this. Like, I yeah. don't see nothing out there, and I don't like that you can.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that's why some people get dogs is so that they can see the stuff that you don't, right? Right. Smell it. They, they warn yeah. you of danger.
2: Mm. Yeah. I mean, sh- <laughs>
1: yeah. You like- go. You go. <laughs>
2: yeah I mean like my uh, my dog back home would just kind of like cower in fear a little bit like look like it's <laughs> seen something and then go like oh.
0: uh, <laughs> she, my my dog actually alerted us there was a fire across the street like oh. and two doors down mm-hmm. and she woke my parents were here they were staying. we're doing some renovations right now so they were staying with us so they were in the guest room next to me and my husband were in our room and we closed the doors because we want privacy and my yeah. dog was losing her fucking mind and like banging on my parents door to wake them up because she went those fuckers aren't going to wake up i'm not going to wake them up i'm going to wake grandma and grandpa uh so she's like banging on the door and scratching at it and my dad woke up and there was a right across the street huge fire and wow. she was just freaking out about it so like yeah dogs dogs are really in tune to that stuff
2: well well on that note we got a story to tell oh we all drew positions beforehand.
0: Uh, Juicebox, do you want to reveal what you drew? Uh, Swing. So mm-hmm. I'm versatile.
2: Yeah. No responsibility in the story. You can do whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah.
0: Let's burn uh, this shit down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and I drew the celebrity. That's right. So I go to a random celebrity generator. It'll give me four options. I'll have to appear as one of those celebrities at some point during the story. My options are uh, Charlie Chaplin, perfect for podcasting, perfect yeah. impression for podcasting.
1: If you could do that, that'd silence. Yes. Yeah. We've been getting a lot of emails saying we need more uh, silent film actors <laughs> in our celebrity <laughs> section. <laughs> uh, Eminem. Okay. Oh, my. Those are opposite ends of a spectrum. Yeah. Rachel
2: Ray. Okay. Oh which uh rachel ray too uh really hooked me up that time that she had a pop-up uh, restaurant in the city oh yeah you were all about that while i uber Eats from it and uh she had she gave me two hardcover uh cook it was personally her <laughs> yeah
0: too. her personally gave it to you
2: they put two hardcover
1: cookbooks of hers in my like food bag so oh, didn- that's
0: sad that means they couldn't sell them okay. yeah i feel about
1: rachel i remember i saw one of her like her talk shows on tv one day and she just seemed so mean to her audience like she was just yeah. like you fucking idiot
0: <laughs> like that was the vibe i was getting and i'm like people yeah. like
1: this that's i what-
0: fucked with 30 minute meals though like i fucked hard with that, that shit that's fair <laughs> yeah and-
2: is that is that why I uh, almost had the uh, heart attack because Rachel Ray thought I had enough food that she would give me two cookbooks? That's what it was. It's like, this <laughs> is, like this is for
0: two people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rachel Ray fat shamed you. That's yeah. what she did.
1: <laughs> this seems like a family person who needs to feed their family. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and lastly, uh, Seth Rogen.
1: Oh, that's yeah. Okay. He's like the Charlie Chaplin of our day. <laughs>
0: Doesn't say a word.
1: <laughs> um, I think
2: I'll go with the uh, Seth Rogen. Okay. I think I could use pretty much my own voice for that. Pretty close.
0: I was going to say you kind of sound like him. So that one felt like on the nose. Yeah. that would. Yeah.
1: And that wouldn't like, however, you. he could do the least amount of work possible yeah. without
0: being the silent character.
1: Yeah, well, if I can have uh,
2: both <laughs> of you help me explain me doing that like fork and the two buns dance on the right. table, I guess
0: I could do the yeah. chaplain thing. Do I have to make voices?
2: You can do whatever you want. You're the swimmer. Okay,
0: okay. I was gonna say because I'm I'm quite the little fag. I don't know if I can do anything else but <laughs> sound like a little fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, whatever you're comfortable with. That's the important thing, right? Everyone in this story has a soft feminine voice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that means I drew the narrator. So for that, we're going to go to canigetit.com to get a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get the story started. Let's do a uh, relationship. Pitcher and catcher.
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. all right um, <laughs> can't wait to see seth rogan's grinder date do really well yeah. <laughs> oh my so this is spooky pitcher and
1: catcher yeah okay yeah yeah yeah
0: oh my god they could be like jada and the jada and the ghost that touched her booty hole <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> what you didn't see that no i don't think i did <laughs> Jada Jada Hudson in the recent season of Canada's Drag Race talked about how a ghost um, a ghost fucked her in her sleep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we we went through a list about celebrities who had sex with ghosts mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. And Jada it, Hudson. And yeah, now that uh, if that
2: list would come out this year oh, again, Jada has another has one. to make it now. Jada uh, Jada
0: Hudson, a ghost touched her booty hole. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> huh. <laughs> there you go uh, you're, you're welcome
1: I love how you're much uh, Damien took it in too it was just- I was just like specifically just the booty hole got touched right or yeah just one? the
0: booty hole just, just the, the booty, booty hole. hole just the booty wow. hole she said after it felt like how it feels after you mm. yeah she said it felt swollen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is a 18-plus podcast episode. Um, that's okay. I mean, I, I'm just more concerned about the
1: ghost that's just going for booty holes. <laughs> well, I mean, no consent. No Men. consent. Exactly. And, going, going right for it. Yeah. That, I mean, like,
2: we've heard all kinds of stories, like, people saying they're dating, like, the ghost of Michael Jackson, the ghost of Elvis and stuff like that, you know? like People
1: say that. Yeah. Uh,
2: oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're deep in oh, the yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah.
0: And my celebrity is the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh, you should put that down, Tran. That would be a good one. Anyways.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, let's do it. Let's do it.
0: This episode of Spooked is brought to you by
1: BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash spooked. S P O O K E D to get ten percent off your first month. That's betterhelp, help H E L P dot com slash Spooked. Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up.
2: Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. online and everything so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person and then they're just wondering whether they're gonna see you again in person and it's more of a connection no do online do better help
1: that's right so don't forget go to betterhelp.com slash spooked to get 10 percent off your first month that's com slash spooked It was a Thursday night, bottom of the seventh inning. The bases were loaded and everybody was ready to watch the game. But back in the dugout, the replacement catcher was just sitting there waiting for his turn to finally get called in.
2: Swipe right, swipe right, swipe right. Mm, Left, mm, left. Uh, Are they ever going to call me up or am I going to be on this app all day?
1: Hey, Bobby. What are you doing over there? Oh, uh, nothing. Do you need me? Um, do you need me up at the, at the plane? No, no. I, I just needed you to hand me the the a cup of Gatorade. I'm thirsty.
2: <laughs> Guess I'm just the water boy.
1: That's right. You're bench warming today, buddy. Listen, we're bottom of the seventh. Bases are loaded. Why do you think they'd call you in? There's no reason to get you in there. You're the replacement catcher. You're not the main guy you really have to just hammer this home huh yeah we hate
2: you you're a loser (laughs) like just asking me to get the Gatorade probably would have been enough but
1: (laughs) hey you kept uh you kept moping uh I didn't get my Gatorade fast enough so I'm gonna put you down yeah well I'll give you a real hero's journey (laughs) in this story Jesus I think all the rest was implied but here's your Gatorade oh thank you oh my god
0: oh
2: god what a life it is for me
1: (laughs) Do I even need to be here today? You know, I'm just, I'm walking out. I'm walking out of the game. Bobby picked up, picked up his phone, grabbed his, uh, his mitt and walked out of the dugout. He went straight across the field, right in the middle of the play. He didn't give a shit what was happening. (laughs) The ball just swoops by my head. (laughs) Oh,
2: okay. Well, off home, I suppose. I just...
1: All of a sudden, Bobby got a a notification on his
0: phone. Sup.
1: Oh.
2: (laughs) Sup with
0: you. (laughs) Nothing. You. Uh,
2: Just uh, leaving work.
0: Same. Looking?
2: For you. Do you know what what
0: looking means? (laughs) No. (laughs) Sorry, I'm new to the app. Um... Uh, uh, looking for fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What fun you into?
2: Um, you know, uh, hitting a few diggers.
0: (laughs) Diggers? Question mark. (laughs) Dingers. Oh, dingers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is that, is that a kink thing? Yeah. Everything. All
2: of my things have to be
0: around work for my kink. My oh, head is so just... pub... Yeah. Public fun, then? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look, send location. Uh, Wrigley Field. <laughs> <laughs> cool now? Yeah,
2: I guess there's nothing else going on. If you can meet me on the bench, I'll just go back over by my Gatorade cooler. If you awesome. know what I mean.
0: Send send pics.
2: That's me sad
0: (laughs) on (laughs) the bench. Turned on, question mark? (laughs) It's fine. I've got nothing else going on. Might as well. (laughs) So
1: Bobby turned around, walked back through the play, another ball whizzing by his head, and sat back down on the bench. (laughs) Hey, Bobby, I thought you were uh, clocking out for the day. Well, a little bit of change of plans. Hey, uh, are we allowed guests (laughs) on the bench? Uh... Oh man, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing in the nothing in the rule book that says you can have guests on the bench, but uh, you know what? Yeah, I'll allow it. Special guests. Oh, special guests. What do you mean, like your mother or something? Or... No. Oh, oh, like extra special guests. Oh, like like your cousin from out of town. <laughs> <laughs> A little oh. more special than that. Oh, like like the Pope. Hey, listen, I I don't want to go. Through. I'm just a baseball coach. I don't know what's going on.
2: Listen, coach. OK, this is my first time on the app. Oh. I've met someone. Candy Crush. <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> oh. uh, coach, I can introduce you to the app uh, later if you want. Yeah, I'd love to know. it.
1: You know, I, I really need to get into these apps. I heard that they're the future. Y- you got it, coach. <laughs> All right. Now pass me that Gatorade. <sighs> God damn it. Here thirsty.
2: You go. Here you go. Okay. So as long as it's okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine.
2: All right. It's no funny business. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that, but
1: I'm expecting business. Uh, business? <laughs> it might be funny. Okay, well, so long as it's business. Yeah, not like funny business. Like uh. It's not going to be
2: like Seth Rogen telling jokes or anything. Oh, well, that would have been good, too. Well, I can, I, can, I can maybe call him up. He might, he might show up a little later. All right, well, we'll
1: see what happens. <laughs> I'm going to go back to watching this game. You know, we're still bottom of the seventh bases loaded. Two pitches already. We, you know, that's baseball. Um, well, yeah, and,
2: and you worry about the game and then I'll worry about my own uh, pitching and catching over. You know well.
1: what? That's good advice. I feel like I've been talking to you a lot longer than I should be at this very crucial point in the game. So I'm going to go <laughs> yeah, back to the I baseball. Th- I think the boys need a coach out there. All right. Well, I'm going to get out there and make sure that we win this game. Good luck on the bench. The coach ran back out to the field and was like, oh, shit, I got to get back there. <laughs> Bobby sat there waiting expectantly, patiently. He started uh, uh, fluffing up his, his catcher's mitt. He wanted to impress, of course. It wasn't a euphemism. He was quite literally fluffing up his catcher's (laughs) Now that my uh, literal catcher's mitt is fluffed, I better work on the other
2: one. Are you close? (laughs)
0: Yeah, coming in now, um, they're giving me a lot of flack at security, but can you just let somebody know that I'm coming? Also, Uh, do you have any poppers?
1: Poppers? The first thing Bobby thought was jalapeno poppers. (laughs) Stare beside me, there's a big
0: plate of them. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Oh, great. Perfect. I forgot mine at home. (laughs)
2: Um yeah just jump over the guardrail uh if you run quick enough no one will stop you and then I'll handle it from the bench Are you sure? Uh like I said if you run quick enough
0: nobody will stop Okay I've never really done that before but this better be worth it
2: Oh um it might be disappointing <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh I think I see you Come on, run, run, run. Yeah, I'm coming. This sucks. Why is there balls everywhere? Balls this is the balls. Are- That's right. It was baseball
1: Thursday <laughs> where everybody was given a commemorative baseball. And whenever they <laughs> see someone running on the field, they knew they had to take their shot and try and hit them. <laughs> Keep running. All the fans are throwing the baseballs at you. That's right, it's a deluge of baseballs as someone runs across the field. Oh my God, what a day for the game. We're gonna have to be sweeping those balls up for a couple of hours to get this game back on track. Back
0: to you, Mike.
2: (sighs) Thank God you're here.
0: Yeah, hey, that was dramatic, but there's a lot more people here than I was expecting. I thought we were gonna be like in a bathroom or something.
2: Oh, uh, no, there's a, there's a lot of, um, fans watching. You said public.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not into it. I'm I'm just saying it's, it's different than what I'm used to, but you know, I like to perform. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, you came to the right place because, well, when I'm not handing out Gatorade, I'm a bit of a performer myself. I I go out there I, I catch the balls. I, uh, throw them back. Well, uh, usually only once per season. I, my team doesn't respect me
0: that's cool are you ready to catch these balls
2: oh <laughs> i suppose i am
1: <laughs> bobby picked up his catcher's mitt and uh you know put it on and started like that uh, putting his fist in it like he's ready to
0: catch a catch a fastball <laughs> wow okay not what i was expecting uh could you pass the poppers Oh, here you go. Um, I have. They only had ranch dip. Is that okay? Oh, um, okay. You know what? I'm hungry, so that's fine. Uh, I like poppers. Great. Not what I was expecting again, but let's roll with it.
1: Hey, Bobby, where are those jalapeno poppers? I I need them for the boys out on the field. They're really getting anxious out there. Um, Coach, I think that me and my special
2: friend uh, might need these. What poppers? Actually, I think we
1: ate all of them. You and your special friend. Ate yeah. All the jalapeno is, poppers. Uh,
2: sorry, I, I didn't get your name. It wasn't on the app. My name is Coach. No, not yours. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh my name? Yeah. Oh, Colin. Colin. Oh. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's short for Colin Cox. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's family name. It's family name. Colin on Cox. Colin on Cox.
1: <laughs> I had a neighbor named Colin Allcox. The
0: right. cousin,
1: actually. Oh wow!
0: Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's a cousin.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All your cousins have the same first name, different last names. Like, yeah, 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 we like
0: yeah, to yeah. we like to switch it up a little bit. We want to keep people guessing constantly.
1: Right, right. It's a regional yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You learn that as a coach of a baseball team. You're going from town to town, different regions. Listen, I'll 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 forgive the poppers because I know that you wanted to impress your uh, special guest, Colin. Okay. Colin. Colin.
0: Colin. Cox. Cox. Yeah. Do I call you Mr. Cox or M- Colin? I, uh... Only call me Mr. Cox if you spit on the ground first. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Mr. Cox. <laughs> Thank you. spit a lot in baseball. Oh, <laughs> <true>. <laughs> Are you flirting with my friend here? <laughs> oh, I'm, just, I'm just being a coach. I'm just spitting. That's what we do in baseball.
2: Colin's here for me, okay?
1: Oh. For you.
2: And I don't want to get a little bit riled up because my doctor told me not to get riled up but and i've just ate all of these jalapeno poppers so i'm not supposed to eat all of this fried food and i'm just feeling a little bit i think we're gonna be okay okay
0: i've never seen you this uh this fired up at a game hey hey hey. listen do i have to call my cousin seth rogan to calm you guys down if
2: your cousin is seth (laughs) rogan
1: (laughs) i love him is this first name really colin
0: (laughs) <laughs> Colin, seth rogan
1: whoa i didn't realize <laughs> seth rogan was oh just God. a stage name <laughs> huh. wow well if you can bring him here you know i'm gonna forget about the popper i'll forget about everything i'll i'll calm right the heck down i loved him in that pickle movie
2: I honestly, I'm such a huge fan of Seth Rogen. I don't know if I'll be able to handle um, seeing him. It might uh, fire me up too much. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, but if if you can call him, I, I mean, sorry, I'm already nervous enough. I'm nervous about this being my first uh, Grinder date. I'm nervous about getting on the field and that we're at the game. We're at my work and I'm not impressing you. I'm nervous about meeting my hero, Seth Rogen.
0: Um, please call him. You know what? I've already lost my heart on. I might as well just call him and just get this over with.
1: <laughs> I got to
0: admit, I lost my heart
1: on a little while ago. Too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have no idea what the
1: fuck is going on here. I'm my... trying to coach a game here. Mine's still this... alive and strong. <laughs> oh, okay, good.
0: <laughs> Isn't this supposed to be scary? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got to say, we always... <laughs> if we lose this game, I'll be scared for my job.
0: Uh, uh, hello? (laughs) Hey, hey, Seth. Uh, I was supposed to get laid, but it's not working out. Give me a big thing of pop jalapeno poppers. Uh, Can you just talk to him just to make this day a little bit better for me? (laughs) (laughs) Do you need me to fire up one of your boyfriends again by calling him on the phone? Yeah, I'll owe you one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll tell a few jokes there. (laughs) Uh,
2: hello hey it's uh, seth rogan oh my god my hear
1: oh, uh, oh bobby keeled heeled over dead as a doornail that's right just hearing seth rogan's uh, mellifluous tones coming out of the speakerphone it just got him so worked up that his heart exploded in his chest oh it was not like again. a fire <laughs> bobby bobby i need that gatorade come on pass it over bobby
0: bobby i think he's dead yeah
1: not again <laughs> listen, listen this happens to every relief pitcher that a uh, catcher that we get that's just we just have bad luck with that hey uh now that you're here do you uh we need a new uh, relief catcher if you want to you know
0: join the team uh, you know we, we, we're not picky you know what i'm usually a pitcher but I could think about being a relief catcher.
1: I mean, if you work really hard, you might be able to work your way up the pitcher too.
0: Wait a minute. What? Wait a
1: minute. What the hell? What is, what is that? It's the Gatorade bottle. It's speaking to us.
0: <laughs> this is
2: the ghost of Bobby, and I just came back to life here. Bobby, you, you're haunting the Gatorade jug? Well, who else am I going to haunt? There's nothing I've been more connected with than Gatorade because I've been serving all of you for my whole life.
1: Wow, he's a real picture of Gatorade. Listen here. I leave for one moment and
2: now you need a catcher? Yeah. I would. I've been on the bench for years, never being used. And then I get one person here to the bench with me. I die and then... You need somebody? That's I mean, when you need somebody?
0: I tried to use you but then you just gave me poppers and died. That's true. You were wanted but then you uh you
1: fucked it up. Well, I'm not used to being wanted. I'm not used to being needed, okay? Well, I need some Gatorade now. So can you piss a little in this cup for me? That's how you work now that you're a haunted Gatorade bottle, right? No. Dump it oh. on your head. <sighs> oh, I haven't won yet. Oh, this feels cheap. I'm burning this whole field to the ground.
0: This is the worst grinder date ever. You're telling
1: me. (laughs) The Gatorade bottle flew out of the dugout, shot out like a missile into the middle, and sprayed Gatorade all over all the sports fans. Little known fact, Gatorade is actually highly flammable. (laughs) Oh, my God. Especially the red kind. (laughs) You, You happy? This is what you wanted? And he shot a little a little lighter out of his uh, the top of him, and set the whole Wrigley Field ablaze. Everyone was burning. If they'd have had their baseballs, they would have threw them at the Gatorade. But they already threw them on the field. Colin, tell
0: Seth Rogen what I've done. Tell him. Hey Seth, um, I went to my grinder date, and then he died after he talked to you and now he's like out here burning all of Wrigley Stadium. It's really boring. Do you think I could come stay with you in LA for a little bit? I'm just kind of over this. Oh
2: shit. <laughs> I guess you can come on the plane then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're not leaving
2: this field. Can I go? Uh, coach yeah especially not you what why you've been benching me for years uh, you've been the gatorade boy honestly uh, colin has a lot less to do with my frustration so if anyone's leaving it's probably going to be colin oh bye thanks but <laughs> but, <laughs> but i really want colin to see what i do to you next oh my okay, god okay that's fine oh
0: can i post god. it for my tiktok
2: uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure what do you okay. want him to see <laughs>
1: what are you gonna do
2: <laughs> colin pulls out his phone and starts filming um and as he's filming it just looks like the coach is being flown all around the field
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
2: being dragged by his shirt by no one you like that coach it is- actually
1: pretty fun. How about I hit you in the dinger? Oh, I didn't want to tell
0: anyone, but that's kind of my thing. (laughs) Whoa. Oh yeah. Oh, Oh, I can't post this. (laughs) I can't post this on TikTok. This has to go on Pornhub. God damn it. (laughs) Ah, not again. Not again.
2: Did I make your TikTok too inappropriate for you?
0: (laughs) I'll just edit around it. It's fine. I'm getting a lot of hits right now. Well, I mean, if we do,
2: if we take this on the road, I can do all kinds of ghost pranks. Maybe that's what I'm meant to do. Ghost pranks? Ghost pranks. Yeah. You With film me? them. Yeah. You film them. And then uh, I'll just like murder a few people or whatever. You film it on TikTok and we'll see as the views go up. And I could be your
1: entertainment coach.
0: This is a beautiful friendship that's just formed. Yeah.
1: Now, what do you boys say? We go back to the locker room and have a hard sex session.
2: <laughs> oh, finally. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Huge montage of the most graphic sex you've ever seen.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. Yes. I'm done, though. <laughs> what?
2: okay coach well we just started three
1: seconds ago if you don't mind waiting for the rest oh of yeah, yeah you guys continue i'll uh i'm just gonna go
0: take a shower <laughs>
1: 15
2: minutes later
0: <laughs> oh. oh i need a cigarette yeah
2: i bet you've uh never been with a ghost before huh
0: actually one time i was sleeping and i woke up and my entire booty hole felt like it was completely used by a ghost so i think a ghost touched my booty hole
2: god damn it all i wanted was to give you a new experience like you did for
0: grinder for me but i couldn't even do that with the ghost thing it's fine i'm really into failures (laughs) well you'll love me then (laughs) this is is beautiful
2: Flash forward two years later, the two of them oh got
0: married. Uh, Never in my life did I think I would find the one for me as a sentient, haunted Gatorade bottle. Oh my God, it is so beautiful. <laughs> I, I'm just so glad that I'm here.
1: <laughs> Coach, I'm glad you got to see this too. I am too. I You know what? I never thought I'd see you happy. And uh, as our special uh,
2: flower girl here, that's, that's because right. you're the one that got us together in the first place. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Seth Rogen's there. I said. Uh, everything just uh, came together beautifully, and I—I I mean, we'll ignore all of the uh, millions of people that were burned alive, but
0: it was I mean, for the better.
2: Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully that never gets traced back to us. Uh,
1: and, uh, no, no. Hey, Bobby, uh, I got you this. Oh my God, it's a cup of Gatorade.
2: You got me a cup of
1: Gatorade? Congratulations. I hope you have a wonderful marriage. That's what you say at weddings, right? Yes. Yes. Finally, someone's got something for me.
0: Spooked. That was a scary story. Really scary. Oh my God. It was like, I'm sorry I took it there. (laughs) Someone had to i mean seth rogan pitcher catcher Mm -hmm. come on it had
2: it had had to i had to i like how at one point it became uh (laughs) you explaining to uh
0: this little ace boy how grinder works (laughs) (laughs) i was like when i was just like do you know what this is you're like nope i was like oh no And I just had to keep the
1: baseball in baseball. Yes. Well, I, I was a little confused worked, so. because
0: I didn't even think about pitcher catcher being baseball. So when you started the baseball thing, I was just like, wait, why are we doing baseball? Like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that it just, for you. it was like pitcher catcher was that
1: thing
2: specifically.
1: Sex. sex. That's
0: it. Yeah. I was like, oh, nice. We're doing a sex thing. Great.
1: Let's go. Oh, I ow. mean, to be fair, that was the first thing that I thought, too. Good, 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 good. I'm glad <laughs> we're all on the same page. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, we got to reel it in a little bit. <laughs> we'll ease into it. We'll ease into it. <laughs>
0: well, on
2: that note, let's uh, do a round of plugs. Uh, Juicebox, where
0: can everyone follow you? If you want to follow me, you can follow me. Sorry, they're all different on every platform. I could never get the same one. Forgive me. So Instagram, it's Juicebox Official. TikTok, it's Juicebox Tiki Talkie. Twitter is Juicebox Queen or Twitch is Twitch.tv slash Juicebox Twitch. And if you want to see my OnlyFans, I, that's a joke. <laughs> there is no OnlyFans. I'm not there yet. Um, but yeah, that's it. I think that's it.
2: I mean, yeah. after this one, there might be a demand with you and a Gatorade bottle. <laughs>
0: Yeah, me and me me and my intimate my intimate times with a Gatorade bottle. I think, I think would, it would play. work. Jalapeno poppers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, every time I talk about poppers on um my Twitch channel, we say jalapeno poppers. Actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was that felt natural to me. I was like, okay, good. <laughs> well, it, it's funny because I just watched uh,
2: Bros last night too. I went to uh, theaters to see it, and Poppers is involved it? in that too, right? So oh,
0: good. Was the movie good? I haven't seen it yet.
2: I loved it. Yeah, I really did. Like, I thought it was uh, fantastic and um, just, yeah, cried, laughed, had it all.
0: Love that. Love that. Can't wait to see two masculine gay men get together and find love.
2: (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Uh... Well, uh, we'll be tweeting all of this out Mm -hmm. at Spooked Podcast. Uh, That's the main plug, bros. (laughs) 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 <laughs> um, and uh, go to the sonar you can see a full profile in juice box with direct links to those social medias as well as go to the shop and we have spooked shirts whether you believe
1: in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts we have a shirt for you pick one up pick two up pick four up I mean Halloween spooky season you got to give them out at Halloween just give out t-shirts and then whatever you have left over great Christmas gifts it's the ookie
0: spooky podcast oh Spooked. Spooked. Uh, cute.
1: Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!